Okay. I started my new internship last week. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty dope. That's hype. <laughs> yeah, I know it was fun. They just kind of they just kind of threw me in the deep end. I did no training, and they're like, just figure it out. But I mean, that's how I learned best. Now Michael's mega tryhard. Now he has nothing to do. <laughs> tryhard, Mike. Don't even at me. You literally are the same way. Mm. So are you. Guys, we're men of God. <laughs> Why'd you whisper that? Okay. You know what? <laughs> and we're back. With another episode of the podcast, Zach is laughing very hard right now, and I don't know why. Say it to my face, Zach. No, it's Michael. <laughs> he doesn't know how to talk anymore. Michael, I think you sound great. Thank you. By the way, my name is Tal Rogers. Um, I'm joined with Michael Belmere. Hey. He's back. I am back. Um, shout out, Nana said she missed Michael, so. Oh, Nana. <laughs> You'll meet her one day. <laughs> I hope so. I hope she's going to text me about this, so I'm excited. Okay. And Zachary Johnson is here. What's up? What's up? Why didn't I go second? I'm usually second. Because you were just roasting Michael, so I felt bad, so I thought he should go first. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get pranked. Plus, MB comes before ZJ. That's facts, but wait a sec. <laughs> Anyways. Hypothetically <laughs> speaking. Uh, many young people are looking to at the world today through a broken lens. Our goal is to look at it through a Jesus lens, which is the perfect lens. 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 <laughs> okay, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, as you can tell, we're very excited to have Michael back. Um, we're missing a part of our our body. Our body is in three pieces, and Michael is one of them. <laughs> Because I own roughly 30%. He is approximately the appendix. (laughs) (laughs) Most important (laughs) organ in the body, dude. Uh, The one that is removed, you don't even... It's fine. That's what you (laughs) Stop. We're excited. Like, Um, fat boy. We're excited to have Michael back. And uh, (laughs) today we're talking about a big question that I know a lot of you guys have. um, Slash some of your friends may have. uh, Is... Can we know, 100%, can we know if we're going to heaven or not? Do you want me to answer that one right now? Uh, sure. <laughs> yes. And uh, we appreciate you coming on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll and be good back good night. <laughs> Stay classy, Bozeman. <laughs> no, but actually, this is, I mean, this is a huge question that is asked among, like, I mean, I mean, I have been trained, and this is just a big question. Um, I'll ask non-believers or people who are believers too, is on a scale of 1 to 10, how sure are you that you are going to get into heaven? And what do most people say that you guys have experienced? We'll like say... A, probably like an 8 or a 9. Stop <laughs> talking like because, that. Because I'm like a good person, dude. I build Legos every Saturday, go to church every Sunday. Like, come on. It doesn't get much <laughs> better than that. I'm literally and metaphorically building the kingdom of God with Legos. <laughs> Something happened to my set, a heaven Lego set. That'd be pretty blasphemous, I think. It's like the Tower of Babel. I'll just get out of Legos. That'd be kind of sick. (laughs) We should make it. And then God will confuse all our language so we all speak the same language again, but we're used to not speaking the same language. And so then we'll just leave. What? (laughs) Um, (laughs) Anyways. (laughs) Zach. Tell remember last week (laughs) when it was just you and me. (laughs) Okay, quick side note. They keep saying last week. We didn't record last week. We recorded two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, 
we recorded one, and then we made a last-minute decision. <laughs> you made a last-minute decision to record another one because we forgot Zach was leaving. And I was like, I already have prior commitments. I have no, to be up. Didn't. I got to go. It and was so quick. I left. It took 20 minutes. Oh, my God. And you said, I'm not coming back. It uh, did not take 20 minutes because last week's episode anyway, was like okay, 38 this minutes. Is a sidetrack, sidetrack. Anyways, Zach, Michael, you're being distracted. answer my question. <laughs> Like everything Why don't that you he just shut up, Michael. <laughs> Dude, not on the podcast, man. Not on the podcast, Michael. Don't make me unplug your mic. <laughs> my bad. Okay, Michael. I mean Zach. Answer. How me. dare you get me mixed up with Michael? What was the I question? Have spaghetti for hair. Um, what does people usually answer to the question of asking them on a scale one to ten how sure they're gonna get to heaven? Oh, they'll usually say like a six or a seven. I just don't like. I'm a good person, and I think I've done some good things. I just. I don't know if you can ever be fully sure, or yeah. I've never done. I don't know if I've done enough. Yeah, that's usually that's a big one. Yeah, are you guys good people, Michael? Are you a good person? What happened the other week ago with that rabbit, <laughs> <laughs> Mike? For what food, is going for food, on in for your food. head today? <laughs> for food. To answer your question, am I a good person? Also, no. <laughs> Oh my god! You have a better explanation of if you're good or not. If you're good, yeah, try yeah. beating that one, buddy. <laughs> What's the over under on the on the Zach better story. Uh, in God's eyes, I am. Yeah, and I'm born again, so I'd like to think I'm a decently good person. Yeah, come on. Yeah, so I I, I mean I'll ask you that, and I, you already answered this earlier, both of you. But on a scale of one to ten, how sure are you that you're gonna get to heaven? Hundred percent. You do the math. Okay, 100%. <laughs> Michael? Also 100%. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because Jesus Christ has paid the penalty for my sin. and He is my Lord and Savior, and I have believed in him and accepted his free gift. Yeah. Yeah, it's sick. Um, John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, who is Jesus. Jesus was one of the most influential single human beings to walk the planet earth right like i don't care if you are a christian you're not a christian you're a believer you're not a believer like jesus walked this earth and did some wild things some crazy things and was just a great leader uh, it says for god so loved the world that he sent his only son that whoever believes in him whoever believes in jesus will not perish but have everlasting life and get to spend eternity with god i feel like that's pretty self-explanatory right mm-hmm <laughs> <laughs> that was my Aunt Jemima version <laughs> of saying yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't concentrate because of how distracting you're being right now. It's like everything that you didn't say last week when you were gone is just coming out right now. Yeah. No, but but yeah, going back to Tal's question. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> I didn't even do anything. <laughs> uh but yeah, I think it is such an important thing to know. And I actually remember back when I was probably 9 or 10, I was, or maybe even younger, probably like 8, maybe 7. But I was so scared that I wasn't going to heaven. And I remember one night I was like crying my eyes out at the bottom of our stairs. And I was like, I need to talk to my parents because I don't think I'm going. And then I had a dream. or it all like Then it got worse because I had a dream that I didn't go to heaven. And, of course, like, at that point, I was saved. I just didn't really, like, know what it meant to be saved. And I was like, I haven't done enough, whatever. And so I remember just, like, sobbing one night. And I went up to my parents' room. 
and then or they came down or something and then they were like we like prayed and I like re-accepted Jesus into my heart because I didn't remember the first time that I did yeah and but it's a, it's a real thing and I think people are actually really scared of I don't know if I've done enough yeah yeah because I think that's the biggest thing is people think that they're at a seven or an eight or a six or all over the spectrum and not a ten and they think that because they say well I feel like I've done I'm a good person I feel like I've done good things but I don't know if I've done enough, so I can't be sure. Like, how can anyone be sure that they're going to heaven, you know? And that's the thing. We don't deserve heaven. I mean, Romans 3.23 says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, right? And so we deserve eternal separation from God, and that's eternity in hell. And then Romans 6.23 says, for the wages of sin is death. So if we sin, we deserve death. That's where we deserve, because we sin every day. You, me, Michael, Zach. Fever yourself. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but we all, yeah, every single day we all fall short of even our own standards. And God's standards are perfect, right? So how can we how can we live up to a perfect standard? But the second half of that verse says, but the gift of God, and it's a gift that we get from God, is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. A free gift. A, f- yeah. a free gift of God. Yeah, I mean, NIV just says the gift of God. But it is a free gift of God. Um that's we get to spend eternity and it's nothing that we can do literally that's why it makes so much sense and we've said this before it's why having a relationship with god makes sense because there is nothing that we can do it's only quote religion where god puts his hand down and says there's nothing you can do but i love you so much if you believe that i sent my son to die for your sins to wash over for your sins you can come join me and cross over into eternal life and have eternal life where all these other religions say you have to do good things, you have to do this, you have to not eat this on a certain day, you have to not drink alcohol, you have to not drink caffeine, you have to all these things, right? And that's saying what can I do as an imperfect human to get to God? And there's literally nothing that you can do. You're gonna fall short every single time. Yeah. Have you read Percy Jackson? Yeah. And the Lightning Thief. Yeah, those were good books. Yeah. But I think so often especially non-Christians, but even some Christians have this view of God as like the Greek gods where they're like, they're always dependent on what the people are doing and they're super temperamental and they're angry and they can have this, like they can shoot down lightning from the sky and zap you off the face of the earth if you do something wrong. And so then that, I mean, that's like a pretty extreme end of it, but it's, it kind of boils down to like you were saying, like, what can I do earn my way up to Jesus mm-hmm. when you can't do anything. And then Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, for it is by grace you've been saved through faith, and this is not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Yeah. And I love the not by works part because then that really, it's just so humbling for me because over time, I've definitely looked at my life and like, what can I do to like better myself, right, in the in the eyes of Jesus? out of a place of wanting to do it to like earn favor in his eyes or like get closer to Jesus or make myself look better to him. And then to know that like, it's not by works that that happens, right? Like Jesus looks at me and says, like, just come to me. And then like from that point out of an overflow of his love, that's where all that other stuff comes. Mm-hmm. But coming to him and his gift is not dependent on works. Yeah. I would, an analogy I like is say, say there's a total stranger he, he walks up to my house and he's like, "Yo, let me in your house." Like, no, who the heck are you? Like, why would why would I let you? Well, I'm a good person. Like, I take my trash out every day, watch my neighbor's cat, 
you know, I, I don't really, like, I curse sometimes, but, you know, it's not, like, that big of a deal. I've never killed anybody. I've stolen, like, a, one thing or two. But, you know, it's, like, no big deal. Like, I've never gone to prison. I have a clean record. I'm like, dude, I don't know you. You're not allowed in my house. Yeah. But, like, say Tal comes over, I still won't let him in my house. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, but, no, like, I know Tal. Tal's a homie of mine. We're bestest buds. He has yeah. to come in. I'm like, yeah, dude, of course. You don't even have to knock. Just come right in. Same thing with Zach, too. Everybody don't have many rooms in your house. <laughs> but God does. True. It's a big, big house. Yeah. What does it say? God goes and prepares a place for us. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no, but that's true. I mean, I mean, um, going back to, yeah, Romans 5, 8 says, but God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, going back to us being sinners, imperfect, while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And uh, something that we use a lot in, in navigators, we use this thing called a bridge. Um, and think of us like at the Grand Canyon, right? Say we're on one side of the Grand Canyon, God's on the other side of the Grand Canyon. There's no way to get to the other side, to get to God without dying, right? Except through Grand Canyon University. <laughs> <laughs> not even by the Grand Canyon. <laughs> Shout out Tate. <laughs> <laughs> and my sister, maybe. Oh yeah. No, no, but yeah. So there's a, this huge separ- this huge gap that separates me, that separates us, separates you from God, who's on the other side. And God says that the only way there's nothing that we can do to get over to Him without perishing, without dying, and without falling short. And that's why He sent His Son Jesus. That is the free gift to be the bridge between us, man, sinful, to God, who is perfect and eternal. And yeah, you can just imagine a cross just falling down right in the canyon. And then you can, because of Jesus, he is the bridge that then we get to spend, cross over from death into life into from eternity in hell to spend eternity with God. And that's what Jesus did for us. And that's why God says it's a free gift that we get to spend that. We, all we have to do, all you have to do is accept that Jesus came, lived on this earth, died, died the worst death possible for your sins, for my sins, for everyone's sins, that he washed over that and that he died for you, and then you get to spend eternity with him. Yeah, I mean, Romans ten nine says, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And that is, like, we have to declare it and know it, and that's it. Yeah, uh-huh. It's like this free gift that's just lying there, and all we have to do is just pick it up, and it's ours. Yeah, yeah. And another super cool thing is when Jesus did, I was just doing, we're doing a study right now over, John 13 through 17 this summer. And I was just studying over 13, um, 1 through 17. And in like verse 3, it talks about Jesus. And it said how Jesus had come from God. He knew, so all the power that God had granted Jesus, he knew that he'd come from God and he knew where he was going. He knew that he was returning to God. So Jesus knew that he was from God and he had confidence that he was going to return to God. And so we, I just was like sitting there thinking, I was like, I should have that same exact confidence, you know, having Jesus in my heart, having Jesus in my life. I have the same confidence that I came from the Lord and that I get to eternal, like, essentially, if I believe that Jesus died for my sins, I get to return to him in the end, you know. Yeah. And then going back to that verse, the part that gets me of that is it's while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. It wasn't after we were saved or after we did everything perfect, Christ died. It was while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And I think that's, 
I mean, he came from the lowest lows to the highest highs, and what a just crazy image that he, like, picture yourself dying for people you don't even know, knowing that they'll never look at you and say thank you for that gift. Mm. Or even just simply, like, giving, like, $10 to someone, and they don't even say thank you for it. Like, that's hard. Imagine giving your life for millions of people that are never going to ever, like, even receive that gift, but you still did it. Because that's how much, yeah, billions, because, you know, you love them that much, and that part of that verse is so impactful that while we were still sinners. Yeah. If if you could earn your way to heaven, like, what's the point of Jesus dying on the cross? Yeah. Yeah, we wouldn't need a Savior. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's 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 huge. Yeah. And this is I mean, this is like the basics. This is the basis of having a relationship with God is this in itself. Yet even the most mature Christians, most mature people who have been walking with the Lord the longest need to be reminded of this every single day. I have to be reminded of this every single day, you know, cuz I don't I just don't think we fully like even grasp every single day the magnitude of this, you know, like we really don't. The price you paid. Yeah. Yeah. And something I've been learning a lot over the years is yes, like Jesus died so that we would go to heaven, but it's not that we get to meet him in heaven one day, right? It's that he died so we can meet him now Mm -hmm. and have that relationship with him now and live on earth with him and experience him and bring heaven on earth now. And that's like our job as believers, right? Is to like seek Jesus on this earth and then go make disciples. Mm-hmm. And I just love that, that like more like, yes, one day we will be with Jesus, but I don't, I think that's such like a passive viewpoint that so many people have. It's like, Oh, like one day I'll just, I'll die and be in, I'll get to see Jesus. Right. And I'm like, well, what about now? Like you can, yeah. you can see Jesus now. You just got to, you know, spend time with them and yeah. all that. I think that's when it comes in, like, the abuse of grace and mercy yeah. as well. Exactly. Like, yeah. Oh, I can go do all this fun things that God tells me specifically not to do, but it's okay because he forgives me tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. He just, Jesus wants our, our heart in the, in the meantime. And he's, I think when I, like, when we get to heaven, there's going to be so much where we look back and be like, we could have had all that or we could have experienced all that mm-hmm. and we just either yeah we just weren't looking in the right place or we're too caught up with the, of the things of this world and i yeah that's a hopefully yeah or that's been some of my life where i'm like i want to experience jesus now yeah and experience jesus now and something that is huge for me i think i've talked about this before but um just like eternal perspective um and having just a mindset every single day is what am I living for today? What is my purpose today? Um, and I try to remind myself of that all the time. And sometimes, I mean, obviously it's so hard, like just cause we're busy and you get caught up in life, but just remind yourself every day that you're living for the day that you get to see Jesus face to face. And he gets to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And if we're living with that in sight and that in mind, it makes living for him so much easier because we know who we are made for, and we know where we're going. Just as Jesus, we know where He knew where He was going, and that's why He, like, didn't want He didn't want it. He said, "Lord, take this cup from me," but ultimately He did that as voluntary for you because He loved you so much. God loves you so much, and He loves me so much that He would pay the worst death on the cross, the worst way to die, you know, um, just f- 
so that we could spend eternity with him. And how known does that make us feel when you wake up, like you said, and for me recently, it's also just been like thanking the Lord for that. And you're like, man, he truly paid the ultimate price for me mm. and for you and for you, right? And so to like really understand that, I think makes me feel so much more known and so much more valuable as like a human because, you know, some days you wake up and you're like, oh, you know, the whatever, whatever. But then you're like, wait a sec, like the king of this world chose m- to die for me, right? And how cool is that? That just, that gives me chills. I'm just like, oh, he, he, yeah, he loves me that much that he chose to pay the ultimate price. He took whips in his back and his skin was just, yeah, just destroyed by like metal spikes on clubs and he was beaten with sticks and a crown of thorns stuck onto his head, like so painful. Yeah, he did all that that for us and for people that he'll never that will never like turn back and say thank you for that or mm-hmm. ch- choose his, choose that gift that he that he died for so yeah that wrecks me <laughs> yeah, same wrecks him mm-hmm. no absolutely yeah and it, it's it's just that i mean it's, it really is it's that simple it's really believing with your heart and saying it with your mouth that he is lord of your life and you get to share that eternity, and we get to share that eternity together with God and celebrate and rejoice and worship for the rest of our days. And I don't know about you, but that's, even itself, that just sounds just, I just, I can't wait, you know. Yeah. And what a pressure it takes off of us in life, too, just knowing that it's not of ourselves but it's a gift of God, right? Like it's in his hands. Our lives when we're able to, or when we get saved and we're, we, our lives then become his, right? They already are, but before we're saved, it's super like Jesus, like come give yourself to me. Like everything's so much better in my hands. And then all of a sudden you cross that bridge, right? Mm-hmm. You cross the Grand Canyon and you're on the side of God and then you're, you're in his hands there. And it's like, you know what? No matter what happens in this life, yeah. it pales and can, you know, in comparison to eternity, and if I die today, if I die tomorrow, if whatever, it's just so reassuring, and yeah. it's good. Yeah. <sighs> so to go back. Oh, my gosh. How do we know, Tal? How do we know if we're saved? To just reaffirm that question. <sighs> have you accepted the free gift? Yeah. yeah. Honestly, like, have you done what Romans 10.9 says? Yeah. And that's the application for this week. Take a step back. Ask yourself on a scale one ten, am I hundred percent sure I'm going to heaven, or am I in the middle somewhere, or am I super unsure that I'm going to heaven? Doesn't matter where you're at. Take a step back, think about it, pray about it, and if that's a place where you want to be, that you want to have that free gift, then all you need is to say this prayer: is God, I am a sinner. I know I'm a sinner, and I know that you sent your Son Jesus to die for my sins. And I accept that, and I believe that, and I want to put my past behind me, and I want to live this new life that you've given me, and I want to spend eternity with you. And that's all you have to pray. You have to just admit, confess, and just accept to follow Jesus and follow God the rest of your days. Yeah. So that's the application is, if that's something that's on your heart and something you've been thinking about, it's, I mean, it is that simple, and I would encourage you to... <laughs> 
We do this every week. Reach out. Reach out. <laughs> reach out to us. Reach out to someone you're close with, someone you know has a good relationship with the Lord. Um, and they would. I know that they would love to walk you through that. So, Biggest, best decision you'll ever make. Amen. Yeah. Michael, what is uh, this week's podcast brought to you by? I'm trying to think. Oh, 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 oh. Toys R Us. (laughs) Dude, I used to love that place. Yeah, same. Go buy your local Toys R Us store, and as always, use the discount. Discount code. Perfect lens. You get 75% off the whole store, (laughs) meaning the whole company and franchise. (laughs) That is worth listening to this podcast if just for that. 75% 75% off the whole Toys R Us <gasps> franchise. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. You get 75% equity in uh, Toys R Us. The no longer a thing. So yeah, it's good. That's pretty hype. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have anything else? No? Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, we love you guys. And, yeah, again, reach out. This is, uh, I mean, it's the biggest decision you'll make, but the best decision you'll make. Yeah. And we love you. Perfect lens. Out.